Welcome to The Robinson Show, everybody. I'm your host, Ed Robinson, and on this week's show, I have him back on. It's my MMA and wrestling analyst, Eric. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Robinson Show. If you thought the ebook was outstanding, you haven't witnessed anything yet. Coming June 26th, Flying High to Victory, a recap of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles season, now will be available on audiobook. If you love the ebook experience, then you're going to love the audiobook. Available June 26th. Welcome to The Robinson Show, everybody. I'm your host, Ed Robinson. And yes, Money in the Bank took place. There was the big pay-per-view that happened in Chicago, Illinois, the Windy City. And I tell you what, I have him back on the show to talk about that pay-per-view. It's my MMA and wrestling analyst, Eric. Welcome to The Robinson Show. Uh, thanks for having me again. All right, no problem. Our first match, let's start off with the tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship between the Bludgeon Brothers, consisting of Luke Harper and Rowan. They beat Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. The Bludgeon Brothers retain the titles. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's a dominating match. I mean, they, the Bludgeon Brothers gonna they're going to hold them titles for a while. I don't really see no one who can knock them off right now on SmackDown, but uh, they looked impressive last night. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers are, like you said, one of those dominant tag teams that will go on in history. We'll talk about them for years to come. Our next match was Daniel Bryan went up against Big Cass in a singles match, and Daniel Bryan won by submission. What did you, what were your thoughts on this match? Did you like? Do you think Daniel Bryan is back? And did Big Cass put up of enough of an effort in this match despite losing? I don't know what they had in store for Big Cass. I just don't see a future with him in the WWE, to be honest. Daniel Bryan, yeah, he looked like he's back on the roll. He didn't look like, you know, he was in any pain at all. And he, he took a little little beating in the match, but he come out with a win. He looked good. It looks like he's about to make his way back to the top. I believe he'll have that world title before long again. He, he'll get it back. He's looking good. Okay, our next match here was uh, Bobby Lashley going up against Sami Zayn. These two had been feuding for quite some time since Lashley's return to the WWE it was the sh- well, not the shortest. It was actually one of the shortest matches on the pay per view. Uh, your thoughts on that match? I have no idea what that match was even about or how to even started that feud. It's horrible. Uh, I didn't like it at all. They need to stop that match and put Bobby Lashley in a different direction before he starts getting booed out out to WWE. Sami Zayn. I like Sami Zayn. I like his character. He's got good mic skills, but. Them two feuding, it's just, it's just not there. I don't, I don't like it too much. They need to go different direction with that. All right, so the next match that we had for the Intercontinental Championship, and this was one of the best matches of the night. Seth Rollins retained his title, defeating Elias. Now, Seth Rollins has been on a roll since his return from injury, and Elias, they, of course, they've got big things lined up for him, but this match was outstanding. A lot of offense from both wrestlers but give me your thoughts on this match and where is it going to go is this going to carry on until SummerSlam or is this rivalry over with uh, they might carry it on on, on Raw maybe uh, I like Seth Rollins he's the modern day Shawn Michaels in my opinion as, you know, remember when Shawn Michaels won the Intercontinental title beat Razor Ramon in the, ladder, the rematch at the ladder match at SummerSlam 
uh, Elias showed that he can wrestle and he could hang with some of the best. So uh, we'll see what the future holds for Elias, but also see some maybe world title coming Seth Rollins' way, maybe the undisputed title if we ever see it get defended again. But, you know, interesting to see where it goes. All right, now this next match, in my opinion, was the best match of the night. It was the Money in the Bank ladder match for the Women's Championship contract. It was Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Ember Moon, Lana, Naomi, Natalia, and Sasha Banks. Alexa Bliss wound up winning this match. Now, E, I've got to tell you, this was, I guess I mentioned earlier to the audience out there, this was the best match of the evening. Alexa Bliss, Dom, well, really all of the all of the wrestlers were dominant in this one, but Alexa Bliss was able to hold her own on this one. And this match kept everybody on the edge of their seat. I got to ask you, we're going to talk more about Alexa Bliss later on, but she, Alexa Bliss held her own in this match. Charlotte Flair held her own in this match despite a bad knee. Give me your thoughts on Alexa and the future of that holds for the rest of the wrestlers that were in this match. Yeah, it was definitely a good match. One of the better matches. You know, the the female competitors are really bringing it every pay-per-view. I mean, a lot of the times they have the best matches. And um, Alexa Bliss shows that she could be one of the greats of all time because, like you said, she won it. And we'll explain a little bit more later on about what else she did that night. Became a five-time champion tied her with Charlotte Flair. So, uh, yeah, it was a good match. They brought it. It was exciting. It was entertaining. And, uh, you know, Alexa deserved it, but I was rooting for Charlotte Flair. Well, while we're talking about Charlotte for a moment, she came into the match with a a bad knee. Do we expect to see Charlotte at the next pay-per-view, or will she have uh, surgery and just take the rest of the year off and go into next year's WrestleMania? How do you see that playing out for her? They did say she does have a knee injury. I'm not 100% sure on how bad the knee injury is, and she will require, I don't know if it's going to be a minor surgery, a major surgery, but she's going to have to have a surgery and um, could put her out for a few months. I don't know. I don't think the rest of the year, maybe be back by around, I don't know about Survivor, uh, Survivor Series, maybe in November, but I don't know if she'll be back for SummerSlam neither. So it could, she does come back. It'd either be Survivor Series, SummerSlam, or maybe the Royal Rumble. But uh, I'm not too sure what the knee injury is, but she definitely is going to require a little bit of surgery. And her timetable, I'm not, I'm not sure what it could be. Well, we'll move along to the next match. And this was an entertaining match between Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal. Roman Reigns was able to win this match. These were two giants. Uh, if you want, if you looked for two strong guys, two top dogs at the top of their game, this was the match last night. So, Eric, I got to ask you, too, both of these guys are on their A game right now. Roman and Jinder. Roman was able to win this match. This was basically a back-and-forth match of offense versus offense. It was power versus power. Where does Roman go from here going into Extreme Rules and heading into SummerSlam? Well, you know, Roman Reigns, in my opinion, is the uncrowned universal champion. I think he beat uh, Brock Lesnar in that steel cage match because his feet hit first, but uh, that's not the way the decision went. And I think uh, Roman Reigns, I mean, he gets booed night in and night out, but this dude shows up every night, night in and night out. So they should give him a little bit more respect because he's showing his true talent. And uh, Jinder Mahal, like I said, he's the most improved wrestler I've seen in a while. He's really transformed his body, his wrestling style. He, he's definitely 
got a bright, bright future as well. But uh, it was a good matchup. Roman Reigns won it, and maybe they're going to get him back against Brock Lesnar at Extreme Rules. I'm not sure how, what they're going to do with that. I know Lesnar needs to defend this title because he wasn't even there last night, you know. I just don't know what they're doing with this universal title. Maybe it's not that important because Lesnar hardly ever defends it. Roman Reigns should be getting all the respect because he's there night in and night out. All right, well, speaking of respect and dignity, we go from respect and dignity to confusing. Our next match was for the SmackDown Women's Championship between Carmella and Asuka. Now, Carmella, Carmella wound up winning the match, but I got to ask you, I was confused throughout much of the match. I think Asuka, when she landed some offense, it seemed like Carmella was just yelling and screaming throughout most of the match, and then we had a, a surprise return in this match, tell the listening audience who came back and what was the meaning behind all this? It just it was just complete chaos and confusion throughout the match. Yeah, uh, my opinion, anybody could be women's champion now. I mean, Carmella's the women's champion, and I I see not a lick of athleticism in her. I just maybe she her moonwalk is too nice, and they miss Michael Jackson. I have no clue why she's the women's champ. But ain't what his name Ainsworth came back last night. That little creepy dude. I don't know what I have no idea. I'm confused about that. It's Ellsworth. Yeah, Ellsworth. Little creepy little dude come out. And I called that though earlier in the day at work, talking to one of my friends about it. I said that dude's gonna wind up in the fan in this match. I didn't post anything about it. I just thought he would and when jumped up on a ring apron dressed as Asuka, I was like, I bet you that's him and it was him and they got a dumb win and I I don't know what what's going on with that belt neither. I mean Carmella. Anybody could be the champ these days, I guess, because they just give it to anybody. Uh, confused about that match, too. It, it wasn't that good. Do you see these two feuding up until SummerSlam, or do you think this thing is short-lived and going to give Carmella another opponent? No, they need to stop it <laughs> Stop it now and take that belt from Carmella and give it to a worthy champion. I, yeah, Carmella feuding with anybody's garbage, in my opinion. So, yeah, they need to go a different direction with that as well. All right, well, speaking of going into a different direction, this next match was one of my favorites of the of the night, and I think we finally got rewarded with a great match between these two and the rivalry between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. This was in the last man standing match for the WWE Championship. Now, these two faced off at WrestleMania in a, a, a pretty good match. They faced off at WrestleMania, then they faced each other again at the Greatest Royal Rumble, then they faced each other again at Backlash. Now they faced each other at Money in the Bank in a last man standing match, which in my opinion is the best match of this rivalry thus far. Better than the matches that they've had on SmackDown. And I really love the ending of this match. The ending was really good, but start to finish it was really good. So I got to ask you your thoughts on the match and can this rivalry, can we see, will we see one more possibly at SummerSlam? I think that's the end of it. AJ Styles won it fair and square, beat him. I think they're going to move on from there. Where at, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about it with that match. And I think AJ Styles has a different opponent at uh, SummerSlam and not sure who to be yet. But uh, I don't think it's going to be no more between these two. I think they, they, they had a good little run with it, a little too much, I guess, too much, in my opinion. But, yeah, I think they might go a different direction with AJ Styles and maybe throw in a different opponent. Not sure who yet, but we'll find out soon, I'm pretty sure. 
you know, I thought it was one of the highlights of the night because, like I mentioned earlier, the Money in the Bank ladder match for the Women's Championship contract, in my opinion, was the best match of the night. And I thought AJ and Shinsuke, that was the second best match of the night. It lived up to the hype. But I'll say, okay, this is another one between these two. But I thought it was as exciting. It had me on the edge of my seat. It had a lot of highlights in that one. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a better match. I agree. I definitely agree. Pretty entertaining at the end. It got a little boring at times, but the end of the matchup was, was dynamite. It was really good. All right, well, speaking of being dynamite, we're going to move on now to the next match on the pay-per-view. And Ronda Rousey, a dynamic, someone full of dynamite and someone with was a dynamite personality in the MMA world. She went up against a champion who is more than dynamite in her own right, Nia Jax. This was for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, Eric, this was interesting because we hadn't seen Ronda Rousey wrestle since WrestleMania. She was in a tag team match. It was her and Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Okay, that was great. It was WrestleMania. But this was her first time in a singles match against an opponent. I mean, a woman that can definitely carry her own in Nia Jax. I was surprised. This match was really good. This was a pretty good match. Ronda's offense was limited. I, before we get we talk about the ending of the match, I want to get give me your your opinion on the match and Ronda's offense and how Nia came into this match. Yeah, it, it definitely uh, was a surprising match. Um, I think uh, Ronda Rousey carried her own, and Nia Jax looked dominating at times. But you know, Ronda Rousey's first singles match. She did well, but, you know, her next matchup, she's going to have to step it up a little bit more, maybe a little bit more in her offense, a little bit different arsenal into the next match. But uh, she definitely came off the top rope with a body press, which I, I liked. I was telling you that through the night she needs to come off that top rope, you know, get some high flying into her matches, and she did. So hopefully she could build off of this matchup. And um, Nia Jack looked good. You know, I think she's going to be a dominating force for years to come. Uh, I don't think we've seen the last of these two. They'll probably meet up again down the road. But, uh, yeah, I, I give it a B-plus for that match. I, the ending was okay. We'd like to say we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, as far as the matchup, man, it, it was it kept me glued to the TV. And that's what Vince McMahon wanted, and it worked. So, yeah, pretty good match. Yeah, you're right about that. It was a pretty good match. Now, toward the ending of the match had Ronda applying the arm bar on Nia, and then all of a sudden, Alexa Bliss comes into the ring, and she hits Ronda in the back with the money in the bank briefcase and hit her repeatedly. She went after Nia as well, but she really handed it to Ronda with that money in the bank briefcase. So we knew what was going to happen right then and there. Yeah, uh, I was shocked to see her turn, um, cash in that, that soon. Um I think uh, McMahon did the right thing and not letting, you know, Ronda win it so fast, but maybe a triple threat match at SummerSlam. You know, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss for the title. I know it'll be interesting to see how that uh, all transpires. And so that leads to the next match right here. Alexa cashed in the contract to go up against uh, Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. And it didn't take long. Alexa got her revenge from WrestleMania, put the twisted bliss on Nia and got the one, two, three and wound up getting the title back. So definitely Alexa's riding on a high right now. She had a chance to win the Money in the Bank ladder match, interferes in the match, cashes in the contract and gets her revenge from WrestleMania to beat Nia. So I know it, the match didn't last long, but what were your thoughts on that one? 
surprising ending. You know, they always catch us with that sometimes and uh, builds up maybe a one-on-one match at SummerSlam for uh, Nia Jax and Alessa Bliss because, you know, Nia wins at WrestleMania. Bliss wins last night at Mar- uh, Money in the Bank. So maybe uh, they have a third match for the title. All right, rightfully so. And it moves on to our main event, which was the Money in the Bank ladder match for the World Championship contract. You had Braun Strowman, Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Rusev, Samoa Joe, and The Miz. Now, these wrestlers that were in last night's Money in the Bank ladder match, this these wrestlers are at are in the are at the top of their game right now. They are in their prime right now. And I tell you what, this was a, a solid match. Everybody showed up and showed out. These are guys that are definitely in their prime right now. Braun Strowman, it was his strength and it was his uh his power that got him through this match. He wound up winning. But I gotta ask you, Braun Strowman can cash this contract in at any time. Could we see Braun and Brock at SummerSlam or could we see it before then? Or what do you think is gonna happen? My opinion, um, I would cash it in on maybe AJ Styles or something if he can. Because um, obviously, like I said, that universal title obviously means nothing because Brock hardly ever defends it. He's been having it well over a year. Or maybe Braun could take that title and give it a better meaning. Uh, he could cash in, like I said, any time. I mean, Lesnar could be in the ring on Monday Night Raw talk, and he could attack him and cash it in. So uh, not sure how long they're going to let Braun Strowman walk around with that briefcase, but uh, – Maybe they let him cash in at SummerSlam. All right, so Braun Strowman handled his business at Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Now, these are the final numbers that have come in. The attendance of Money in the Bank was at the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, which is right outside of Chicago. The attendance was 15214 So definitely, in my opinion, a better pay-per-view than Backlash. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the pay-per-view? Um... Well, probably around a six. Uh, Like I said, the Bobby Lashley match was confusing. The uh, SmackDown women's title match was confusing. And the the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match wasn't even on the pay-per-view. It was on the kickoff show. So, And not having Brock Lesnar there had a lot to do with it, too. He should have been there defending his title just like everybody else was. But he wasn't. So, and he needed to do something about that, in my opinion. But it was better than Backlash, I agree. And um, hopefully Extreme Rules could be a little bit better. All right, so that's we move on to the next pay-per-view that's coming up will be Extreme Rules on July the 15th. We don't know the matches as of yet, but this is all, it's always exciting. Extreme Rules is always exciting because there's always matches that um, I guess kind of play off of the old ECW days where uh, you could have a steel cage match, possibly a Hell in a Cell, or possibly a, a false count anywhere. So much to look forward to with Extreme Rules. I know it's I know it's a little early, but what do you see happening? I'll be honest. I don't think Brock Lesnar will be there. I think they're going to have some type of match to decide who faces Lesnar at SummerSlam. Um, so that's I'm pretty sure that's how that's going to go. Cause I don't think they're going to put Lesnar in that match. They're going to put him in SummerSlam, the bigger pay-per-view. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. And hopefully they put some some better feuds and maybe kick off some better matches. See where Seth Rollins goes, the Intercontinental title, and uh, see where the Raw titles go. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they, they get this pay-per-view going. Well, you heard it from him. That's my MMA and wrestling analyst, Eric. He's giving you the 411 on what happened at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view and also sharing his thoughts about the wrestlers. 
Eric, we got to do this again soon, my man. Thank you so much for being on The Robinson Show. Oh, can't wait to do it again. Thank you. You heard it from him. That was Eric. Coming up, we'll have more of The Robinson Show right after this. You stay tuned. If you thought the ebook was outstanding, you haven't witnessed anything yet. Coming June 26th, Flying High to Victory, a recap of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles season, now will be available on audiobook. If you love the ebook experience, then you're going to love the audiobook. Available June 26th. June 26th, pick up your copy of Flying High to Victory, a recap of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles season on audiobook. If you were captivated by the ebook, then you will be mesmerized by the audiobook. Pick up your copy of Flying High to Victory, available on audiobook, June 26th. June 26th, Flying High to Victory, the audiobook chronicling the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles season. Don't forget to follow the Sports Talk with Friends Facebook page and tune into the Sports Chatter Show every Friday at 7 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com. Fridays at 7 p.m. on the Sports Chatter Show on Blog Talk Radio. That's going to do it for this week's show. I'm yours truly, Ed Robinson. And remember, put God first in everything you do, and you can't go wrong. Until next time, stick to the script. We're out. Peace. If you thought the ebook was outstanding, you haven't witnessed anything yet. Coming June 26th, Flying High to Victory, a recap of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles season, now will be available on audiobook. If you love the ebook experience, then you're going to love the audiobook. Available June 26th. June 26th. Pick up your copy of Flying High to Victory, a recap of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles season on audiobook. If you were captivated by the ebook, then you will be mesmerized by the audiobook. Pick up your copy of Flying High to Victory, available on audiobook, June 26th.